Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey, I'm Jeanette. I'm Eve. I'm Bethany. Tiffany. And tonight we are talking about the 911 and 911 Lone Star finales, which I think is crazy. Like, yeah. it doesn't feel like it should be finale time yet. Um, didn't we just get, didn't the Lone Star just start? That's what I feel like, right? And half of, half of their season was that stupid ice storm. So I feel like we've been cheated out of like, you know, a decent season. I was- and, nine one, and then 911, there was such a like break that I feel like it just came back and now it's gone again. Yes, they're taking too long of a break between yeah. the winter finale and, you know, I guess what the spring Like we need... It used to come back in January. I think the past two seasons, it's it's been. I was hoping it was just a COVID thing that their schedules just wasn't the filming yeah. schedule off. So maybe we'll get back into the groove of things. But we need more. But yeah, this uh, so for the nine one one um finale is called Starting Over, and we we start out with Bobby and poor guy's still really struggling um just about Jonah and, and feeling guilty for the fact that he's he let him in his house which I hate that he's like taking so much of that on himself because I mean how could you know you know but he's having a hard I time was, with it for sure I was very very scared for him I don't know who else was ner- I don't think I've ever been more nervous in the entire episode and it was all it was mostly Bobby I was like he's gonna slip this is going to be terrible. I can't do a Bobby spiral. Yeah. And I mean, it's so, cause I mean, like even Bobby back when he had like his issues back in the very first season, he's still always been so like cool and collected and just always kind of at least seems to have it together. But like when he like cut his hand with that glass, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, like, and then just, you know, covered it up and, you know, told May he just, oh, he just dropped it or, or whatever he said he did. Um, I was worried about him for sure yeah it was pretty crazy I mean it was very obvious and obviously May picked up on it too you know but it was mm-hmm. hard to see him starting and that's not the first time that he's he's doubted himself you know even was it last season where that woman you know crashed her car because she was an alcoholic and mm-hmm. he, that, that could have been him you know and he was the, yeah I think he went back to a meeting or he started going to meetings again because of that you know so he's it wasn't the first time we've seen that start to happen. So it's easy to pick up on, you know, mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. But then, you know, Eddie to the rescue comes and gives him a pep talk. And I loved that. I like their relationship a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I loved that Eddie was finally in a position where he, he saved Bobby's life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no doubt about it. It was pretty, you know, full circle that Eddie was the one who was able to save him given the rough time he's been going through lately definitely yeah I think it was super appropriate you know that it was Eddie and here it was definitely a a resolution to the last time Eddie came to visit I like how he started out kind of funny like hey I promise I don't have transfer paperwork with me you know so last time it was Bobby you know trying to put Eddie back on his feet you know even it was in a tough Mm -hmm. situation but yeah it was 
very full circle and very sentimental to see that. And then of course we were right about uh, Buck and Taylor. Yes, absolutely. That, that happened fast. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was, it was a uh, pretty, pretty easy to see that one coming. I honestly personally thought they were going to kind of draw that out a little bit more. The whole Taylor Lucy, you mm-hmm. know, I thought that was something that they were going to keep, but obviously the, the decision was easy after what Taylor did that kind of thrusted the decision to actually happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty cool. I love the way he did that. He's all like, I think we should start over too We're, with other people, like not together. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and it was such a like, like mature breakup. I was actually really proud of that. Even Taylor handled herself well. Um, I was very proud of Buck. I was like, wow, he has really grown as a human being he since, has. you know, episode one yeah definitely definitely and everybody's pulling for buck so it was cool to like see that you know stand mm-hmm. up for himself you know just mm-hmm. be mature in the situation and you know yeah it was it definitely felt like my little boy's all grown up now <laughs> i know <laughs> oh. you know and then then uh yeah it's just crazy to see oh. that how funny was that conversation in the fire truck where they're all discussing and he's like they said it about him sleeping with like Lucy, like in front of Bobby. And then Bobby's like, wait, when did you do that? I don't know. I just found that scene to be really amusing. And I think that kind of even compounded like Bobby's, you know, mindset too is like, Jonah's happening at my watch. You know, what else is happening? You know, <laughs> it wasn't very good for him. He started, know. what's going on here? You know, and then of course, speaking of another couple, we've got Chim and Maddie, you know, having a, a special lunch date, and Chim seems kind of nervous to meet with them and maybe jumps the gun a little bit at what the conversation was going to be about at their lunch date which you probably should not have done that was such an awkward conversation because i feel like they were prepared they're obviously preparing for two very different conversations (laughs) i'm not really sure where tim got that from like why he even thought that i think he got it from i think he got it from his brother because he he got home and um he told his brother, well, as it turns out, she doesn't want to date other people. It doesn't turn back to work. I was like, of course he got it from his brother. He needs to stop listening to him. I thought I missed something. When he went back to talk to yeah. Albert, I was like, did he, did we, this conversation happen earlier? And did I totally like skip that part of the episode? But I guess not. So. No, I think they were just trying to give us the impression that they'd been talking before off camera. And that's what Albert thought that the meeting would be like but he needs to stop listening to Albert because I can count on one finger the number of times he's probably given good advice right I was going to say one hand but I was like he has not given the five pieces of good advice so generous (laughs) poor Albert I love him but you know bless his little soul he just does not give good advice yeah when he was looking at the career aptitude test results. So have you guys ever heard of or seen a show called The Librarians? So I've heard of it. It was on TNT. It's a show called The Librarians. It's basically supposed to be like a knockoff of Doctor Who, but not 
really. It's like all of the characteristics are there, but the story, the plot's a little different, but they're basically uh, a group of librarians that, you know, are, are superheroes through space and time. And of course, Albert was one of the main, main characters. So he was a librarian. So like saying he's a librarian is like saying he's like a Power Ranger or saying like he's a superhero, you know, yeah. librarian. So it was so funny because I was like, archeologist librarian and it's like oh you know they did that on purpose like oh i didn't catch that but i yeah. bet they did do it on purpose then. yeah so it's like if if you know chim were to be on another show and they're like oh look here's firefighter would be like a good career opportunity for him and he's like mm -hmm. a doctor or something you know <laughs> like it was hilarious i was like yeah it was, it was an amazing callback to that show so that's <laughs> funny i love that he could possibly become a cosmetologist <laughs> i know that sounds interesting <laughs> seems like those career choices were all over the place like yeah yeah, yeah. that was a real hodgepodge list what, of career choices yeah what kind of answers did you give to get that sort of variety it was it was strange is that like a plot point is that meaning that the future is that wide open that it could go anywhere maybe <laughs> he has multi he has many many talents he could do anything just not <laughs> firefighting right it's so. funny though i wonder if like maybe the reason why chim like jumped to that i mean obviously they had that conversation but i wonder if it was almost like he was just afraid like it was going to be too painful of a thought so he was just going to own it you know and mm -hmm. like he was fearful that that's what she was going to say so it's like rip the band-aid i don't know maybe that's what he was yeah i think so save himself from having to have her tell that to him by saying it first but it was kind of good that he got it messed up because it gave him the chance to have this conversation and realize that neither one of them are ready to date again, yeah. which makes me happy because that makes me think that you're not ready to date again because you belong together mm -hmm. and you're going to have to find your way back to each other. I think they will. You know, especially and I like that she was ready to go back to work too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's great at her job. Yeah. Which we kind of knew. There that was going to happen because I mean with May leaving we've got to have a main character like taking the calls and so absolutely it's hard to do that it's like everything is as it should be again you know she's ready to resume mm -hmm. it's May stepping away and it just mm -hmm. all the cards are starting to fall in place like even the call center it's supposed to be ready by September so it's like you know that's when the new season starts when so we'll like, be back yeah this episode just felt very comfortable yes. mm -hmm. like if you know if you know what I mean like just everything was happening the way it should be. It was very familiar. Like Maddie's back at work. She belongs there. Yeah. Hopefully she gets back with Chim. They belong together. Mm -hmm. And I we'll get into Eddie a little bit later towards the end of this. But. Yeah. Well, I think it's because I really think it's because they didn't know if they were going to be renewed. So they wanted to just tie everything up nicely, which I appreciate because yeah. I hate when shows are unsure about their future and they still leave you on a cliffhanger and then you never get to know what happened yeah that's horrible it's true but then on the other hand they didn't leave us with anything to look forward to next season well i mean eddie's been at the fire station that's plenty to look forward to that's that's the thing like <laughs> i i cheered we'll talk more about that you know but yeah i got excited that was that was pretty fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when we were promised a wedding i was not expecting the wedding that we got but i liked it was anyone else really confused when we got to that i was like wait a minute it's their wedding is that what they were planning like i had to go back to the very beginning and i was like oh okay they changed their minds halfway through yeah because i was really confused <laughs> i did not 
followed that part at all. I think we were meant to be confused at first about it until until she said until you know her mom said that they were doing it, and I'm glad that she did that because you know I'm poor Karen when she had that reaction. I was thinking, what in the world? Like, why are we like crying about this? But after she said why, like it made sense, you know. Mm-hmm. She's very protective of him. I thought it was sweet that Karen was the one who was so upset over, you know, Hen's mom not coming to their wedding. Yeah. And Hen was like, why? I've let it go. You need to let it go too. I think sometimes it's hard because I mean, I think it's harder. Like someone can hurt you and you can forgive them. But like if somebody has hurt somebody you love, I think it's way harder for you to move on past that. So it makes sense, I think. But it all worked out great in the end. Hopefully Karen and um, Hen's mom, my gosh, what's her name? I don't know. I don't remember. Ken's mom is her name. <laughs> when you become a, when you become a mom, you don't have a name anymore. So. <laughs> no, it's true. I get referred to as yeah. I mean, like my friend, like my kids' friends, their moms. Like we have to stop and be like, wait, what's your name? Like you're not just so and so's mom. Like you're like you're I know a person. I know your mom name, but what's your like legal name? What's on your birth certificate? <laughs> but yeah I love that they were able to do that wedding for them because hopefully that can help mend fences between Hen's mom and Karen Mm -hmm. because they're both decent people yeah let's all be friends I mean speaking of happy endings let's go into those rescues because I did not think those would be happy endings no (laughs) one of them was not still was not a happy ending but hopeful ending yeah those were what three pretty intense rescues Mm -hmm. it was one right after the other bam 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 I was like I can't take this (laughs) like what is I was like what is this episode I'm happy I'm sad I'm terrified (laughs) I know it's like I love I cry (laughs) I scream yeah I mean those those rescues were crazy I mean like right off the bat you know it gets started and you know you have the incident of this guy falling off the cliff and and, uh you're it seems like he's gone all the way down and you find he's you know caught there which you know is always a very convenient thing to happen when someone falls off a cliff it's not supposed to die on a tv show but you know you think it's not just a regular rescue it just seems like it's going to start out as a regular rescue until the truck decides to jump off the cliff with everybody else (laughs) that was crazy i that was insane i was sitting there like this i was like what is happening should i close my eyes should i keep them open like what what yeah (laughs) It was scary. And I think I went like, oh, 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 every time it kind of bounced off the hill. Yeah, that was I liked when the team got there and everyone was hallucinating. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got to the bottom and it rolled a couple times too. I was like, can they just stop? But it was like, oh, so, you know, that Bobby and Lucy were able to like, you know, disconnect themselves and get to safety because that would have been very, very bad. You know, of course, yeah. everybody leans over and, and then- that sigh of relief. And of course, the patient was, the victim was like, that's bad, right? <laughs> Bobby's bad. like, yes, that is bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> Doesn't that usually seem like a good thing? <laughs> How did they say? No. It's like, I don't know. Our fire truck just fell over a cliff. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens all the time. It likes to do that. 
Yeah, it's just, <laughs> oh yeah, that happened last Tuesday. You know, that happens all <laughs> and And then y'all, the, the lady with the extensions, when she goes in there and he like passed out, I was like, what is he seeing? Like, what is, what is wrong? Like, and then I, I, I thought maybe he stitched it into her skin or something. Yeah, I you know, and that, you know, obviously not medical stitches would be pretty gross after a couple, but like, I, right? I don't know. Yeah. I was eating dinner while I was watching this episode. Oh, not a good idea. Good choice. I, and I was, yeah, and I wanted to throw up. I was like, this was a bad choice. Like, <laughs> I hope you weren't eating right. It's like, why did nobody warn you about this? This is a bad decision. We should yeah. have like a little code, like don't eat during this episode when someone's seen it before the other person. <laughs> like don't eat, just eat. Code, code green, don't eat. <laughs> she was kind of a terrible person though. So I was like, well, I mean, I don't know, karma. Yeah, I, I, say. I had a hard time feeling bad for her because she was acting very entitled. I was like, mm-hmm. you've got maggots in your hair. You're going to the hospital. Come on. Yes. Yeah, she was. I I, I had a hard time feeling bad for her. I mean, what the hairdresser should not have done what he did, you know? No, it's hard times, and yeah, we all get that. But uh, yeah, he definitely made a wrong choice there. (laughs) Ouch, you know the the mortician too. I mean, to go along with that, you know, it's like yeah, he everybody should have everybody should have known better in that. (laughs) You know, I'm just. I've never had hair extensions and I never will after this because like <laughs> now you're gonna be like where did this come from like I don't know yeah, I, I actually wanted some and now I'm like no I'm good thanks yeah if I was ever planning on having hair extensions I definitely would not after this episode no like 10 years from now I'll be like nope I've seen that episode of 911 <laughs> I'm not getting hair extensions. <laughs> exactly. It's like you have it on your phone. Like, hey, let me show you. No kidding. One of those that'll stick with us. Like all the Final Destination movies. Every time somebody died in one of those, those they stick with me and I remember them forever and ever. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Still can't drive behind a truck with logs. Nope. I'll I will absolutely. I will stop and pull off on the side of the road if I'm behind one of those trucks and wait till they're gone. I went to a race one time and all I had flashes of was like the race accident. Yeah. I mean, that's what I see when I see stuff like this. So, yeah. Extensions are out forever. (laughs) Forever. I did not feel bad for this woman when she said, when Chim said they would shave her head at the hospital and she's like, I can't be bald. And then like, well, then it's just like, yeah, I would have been like, okay, fine. Live with the maggots then. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all I don't, I mean, no, I'll, I'll shave my head then. I'm not going to leave maggots in my Oh, gross. So gross. Horrible. Horrible. But then our other accident. Oh my gosh, that one was so sad. God. Like, yeah. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. That was horrible. I mean, it's it was so sweet. And I was actually watching this episode with my mom. So like at the point of impact, like she just gasped, you know, I could just like hear her jump out of her chair. It was just so sad. You know, Mm -hmm. the concept of just, she was so vulnerable in that moment, you know, this woman on her way to the hospital and and baby, but it was just such a beautiful scene when they're setting the whole thing up and it Mm -hmm. starts out like, you know, just a regular couple and yeah you know he's a little distracted with work and you're thinking like come on this this is a vague moment you know and and Mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just your it makes it it's so relatable is what it's doing it's like it's making it you know this family 
that anybody could relate to. And, and here they're going to this huge moment that's yeah. a good moment. And they're get packing their bags and so awful car and they're reaching for each other's hands and their fingers are interlocking and they're just ready to go and have this baby and it's like birds are chirping and it's just this perfect beautiful I know. you know and it's all leading up it's welling up to this one climactic moment that just ends so tragically and i just it, it, mm -hmm. it was beautiful though like watching her like retell him like how they fell in love i thought that was a really like nice scene just to to see it all and I, I think know. I, I, it's who, was it, who was it who brought up 50 first dates was that buck it was it i think was it was buck, buck and maddie were talking about that yes, about like 50 yes. first dates and i can't remember who, who said what but one of them thought it was really romantic and one thought it was just i'm sure it was the, buck that thought it was romantic yeah think? that sounds most likely i feel like maddie just constantly has like cloud of doom hanging over well, she's got a more probably realistic view than like buck with his head in the clouds and just thinking it would be romantic yeah. to fall in love well, again she was also day. a nurse right so well, she was yeah. a nurse and she was also the one who pretty much protected buck from the entire world for most of his life so i guess yeah. it makes sense. do we want to talk about the final scene because i had a yes. smile on and my so face big. hurt because i was smiling so big i was like this is so fantastic. And I said, wait, I still have what's sure to be a horrible episode of Lone Star to watch after this. Oh, but so I'm it was ending and I was thinking, oh, I mean, what's going to happen with Eddie? Like, this is popping in my head. Like, we didn't, you know, is he not going back? I thought for sure he was going to. And then they just showed him and I was like, all is right with the world again. Eddie is back yes. at the firehouse. So. Yeah, he just slid down that fire pole and I was like, oh, all is right with the world. Just seeing them all, you know, walking out. It was like Avengers Assemble moment or something. Just mm -hmm. kind of like coming together. It was perfect. Like, I think it was, it, was it slow motion or did I just do that in my head? It was, it was slow motion, right? I think it was I a little slow in, motion. Maybe <laughs> was a little like music, like playing behind them. And like, it was like a moment. Tiffany, you look so confused. I think I might've missed this because I don't remember this at all. It only lasted oh, five seconds. You need, to go, you need to go back and watch because it made me so freaking happy. It's just like they That's all get back to the fire. When you guys were talking about Eddie, I'm like, it was like the last, I mean, it's like the last scene. Like it was maybe minutes. the okay, last. I not have watched two, that. It was the last two to three minutes, maybe. Well, it was a whole montage, but the montage ended with them, that scene, you know, that visual, which would have been a perfect, not, it's not a perfect ending because we want many, many more seasons of 911, mm -hmm. but they were prepping themselves that if, the worst case scenario had happened, we would have been left with that amazing image of them, one big family walking out, you know, of the firehouse to go save the world. But I think they're probably going to touch a little bit on, I mean, obviously Eddie's back, we get to see him back, but he was working the Twitter account and then suddenly he's coming with the whole team you know, walking towards the fire truck, getting ready to go out on a call. So I'm sure they're probably going to backtrack a little bit and just kind of show how that played out a little bit. Yeah. So it's, I was okay with it, but if it weren't such a magnificent scene, I would have been, wait a minute, what, what do we miss? You know? Well, and if you weren't looking, cause it's not like there were any words with it. If you weren't looking at the screen, you would have missed that Eddie was part of the crew. Like they didn't, no one said anything. So that may have been, if you would like looked away, Tiffany, you probably mm -hmm. just missed that he was there. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was such a happy ending. And I get that they had to do it that way because they couldn't leave us off on a cliffhanger, on like a huge cliffhanger. But at the same time, I was like, they're going to have to unravel a few things in order to keep the story rolling along. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. so that part kind of makes me a little nervous also. I mean, I guess we can see the fallout between Taylor and Buck, but I don't think, I don't know if there will be one. They were both pretty mature about it. So go their separate ways. I still think, I, I still think we've got, I think Buck and Lucy will be something. It may not happen right away, but I still think they will be something eventually. Mm-hmm. I do too. The yeah. possibilities are endless at this point. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. I think Albert should take over Eddie's Twitter. Job. Oh, that would be so good. Oh, can he please? That would be fabulous. That would be so I would like that. I think he would be perfect at that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really outgoing. So it'd be easy to like kind of translate that into, you know, the Twitter feed and, mm-hmm. and everything interactive and, and social that he would have to be because he's got to put this information out on Twitter, you know. Yeah. I, would, I would love to see him hanging out at the call center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time we get to see the call center, we get to see Albert. That would be yeah. fun. Oh. Next season. I'm excited. Is it fall? We'll see, right? <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about Lone Star now. Uh, this episode, it was called A Bright and Cloudless Morning. Ouch. And um, yeah, it picks up boy, right was where it? we left off. My poor baby <laughs> Judd is like in peril in this exploding building. So, Or Wyatt. I know. He was so distraught. I was like, somebody help this poor boy. Yes. And like hug him, like tell him it's okay, like take care of him here. But I mean it was so scary for him and he was so disoriented. But then I mean to see what happened for him to witness it, you know, and he didn't know that Jed was okay. It, I, so yeah. many things had to be going through his mind in that moment you know well and i thought it was funny like we see judd like go in there to talk to like this boss which i'm like why do we even want to work for this guy because i wouldn't want to work for him but whatever and he's just kind of so rude to judd and then judd saves your all's butt that was you know funny. i mean like it is so- because that is just who judd is he will save your butt yeah. even if you probably don't deserve it right? And of course it, it worked out because what did he say something about like and he's like, Yeah, if you get us out of here, like he's got the job and he's already been promoted twice. And I was like, that's right, of course. I love how relieved um Wyatt was when he got on the phone with Grace. I just thought that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I love it. And good job on Grace. I mean, she just picked up, she just heard the word Wyatt. Like there has to, I mean, we're in Texas. There has to be, I would assume, quite a few Wyatts. Um I know it's a common name around here. I don't know. But I mean, she just knew that had to be him on the other line and she jumped I mean, right into action. I guess you hear your kid's name because you know I feel like he's partly hers also. But it's yeah. like you hear your kid's name and I'm sure you kind of just go into panic mode and except yeah. that's not except that's not Grace's style. She does not do panic mode. But she yeah. well, she does when when Judd's involved though. That is she true. does when Judd's involved. When she found out that he was alive, she was mm-hmm. good. But I think my favorite line of the entire episode was when he, like Grace called him, and then he was like, "It's okay, it's nine one one." Wait, nine one one called him? Oh, I'm, I with that. <laughs> I'm with that guy. Like nine one one called him. Like that was perfect. 
that whole scene was very satisfying. Like you said, I mean, obviously it wasn't going well before the building collapsed and that was obviously not a good thing to happen, but yeah. I mean, I would have stuck with him prior to that phone call when he said, I'm 20 years a firefighter. I'm like, 20 years a firefighter, I'm on your team. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Broken leg or not, I'm still following that guy. It's like, what to do. It's like, I have no idea what I'm doing, so what do I have to lose? Yeah, it's like everybody would have died of, you know, smoke already, and I'm glad that they realized that, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's just go with this guy now. And And they all, I mean, they they work together as a team once they started, like, figuring this out. Like, I mean, they they changed quite a bit, even the jerk boss. I feel like he kind of really came around once he had to, like... He got better perspective on it. It was sad Mm -hmm. that it literally took a building falling on him for him to get better perspective but yeah, yeah you know everybody just for some just for some sweet revenge i would love to see why it's say no thanks to the job <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i was kind of excited about because i think the character of Wyatt and the whole dynamic of him with the family is really cool the fact that okay he's graduated high school and now he has a reason to live in austin with grace and judd i think that maybe that storyline i'm hoping is to write him in as a regular because he's going to be mm-hmm with them and he's going to be living in austin and going you know to this job i I thought that was like pretty cool the drama of getting it started but like now you have next season where you have a whole new character and and i'm wondering if we're not going to see may as often because she's supposed to be away at college so maybe he's going to take the equivalent of you know child that just graduated high school reaching out to the world you know starting their job career Mm -hmm. But uh, while it looks like, you know, Wyatt and Judd and Grace are looking to the future, Owen kind of spent some time thinking about the past. And this is when I finally realized the title of the episode was, you know, A Clear and Cloudless Morning. It just, it hit me what it meant and yeah, it uh, hit much deeper. I was super excited to see Gwen. Me too. That was exciting. I mean, I thought I was, for sure we were never going to see her again. I went from very excited to then very confused because I'm like, yay, it's Gwen. Wait, what's happening? Yeah, I, I was a bit confused too. I'm like, wait, why is she there? Like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, wait. You just see them laying in bed. I'm like, huh? Oh, this whole, the whole side story with Owen was very confusing to me at first like once I realized what was going on I got it but it felt really weird and confusing at first I I figured they were going to do some sort of 9-11 connection and and because this season you know it 2021 obviously was the 20 anniversary like the coinciding season even though it was technically 22 when it aired um but this is I think it's the closest to that with Owen's past, you knew it was going to be some sort of 9-11, especially, you know, once you realize what that, you know, flashback was, and then they showed the close-up of, you know, the South Tower on his desk. Yeah. And the fact that when the building fell, was it Marjan said, like, have you ever seen anything like this? Oh, yes, I have. Yes. I know. That was, I know that scene, I was like, oh gosh, did she realize what she just said? Yeah, yeah, he's seen that. Sad. And that's what caused his cancer. And I know that he was having a hard time dealing with it. Similar to like how Bobby was dealing, you know, with the guilt that he's carried with him for, you know, all the things that have happened to him. Yeah. Owen's kind of carrying that too because he was the only one that made it out. And so he's mm-hmm. he's having survivor's guilt, you know, over 
the past two decades and he's made a comment when before he went into remission that he was thinking like he was relieved he was finally gonna be able to perish in in the towers like the others were like he was thinking like that was right you know so now he's having this cancer scare while he's having to deal with a building that fell on him which is how he got the cancer in the first place i think it just all was becoming so real you know no i agree I was really scared when they found that mass in his lung. I'm like, oh no, it's back. I was like, please don't do this again. Yeah. And then he was in the building when it started, you know, there was another explosion again. I'm like, are y'all just really trying to kill Owen in this episode? What is going on? I feel like they were trying to kill me. Right? They kind of hinted at the, the commercial, like they were going to try to kill off Owen. And then you're like, but that's not really going to happen. But you're watching the episode like that's not really going to happen, right? It's like you're throwing everything at him. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Right. It's like, I'm telling those, you, box. Those jerks were like, okay, we're going to give them a beautiful ending. But first we need to put our audience like through it. Like we got to put them through all the emotions before we can get to the happy ending. It's like, no, we don't need that. (laughs) I know. Even that guy that was like buried um, down there. And then that confused me like a lot for like a second. I was like, what? That that was the part that got me. I was like, he was like, because I died. I was like, what? I didn't survive. I was like, wait, what? What? Then why are you talking? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's like left and talk. You're dead and you're talking. I'm watching the wrong kind of show here. <laughs> right. Like, uh, I thought this was 911. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't realize this was, I don't know, zombies or. <laughs> <laughs> it's like night, night, Shaun of the Dead or something. <laughs> but yeah. That was like super sentimental and kind of like really emotional. And I'm, I'm thinking like, obviously there was like some really good resolution. When that first started, I think the first couple of seconds into it, I thought it was, you know, present day, but I don't know why I just kind of kept thinking like, this is a flashback. And he, of course he still has his, you know, one, you know, one, two, six hat on. But I was watching it again with my parents and my dad said, oh, he's having a flashback. And when he said, oh, did you hear about the second one? And it was so convenient, you know, that, oh, I can't get my radio and you can't see yeah. his badge. And, and only, I think, for a split second, because I was thinking, wait a minute, they already got the security guard out. He's a second security guard. He was more than one. It's a big building. But then I was like, wait a minute. They already got the security guard out so this yeah. is not the security guard and i think that's what kind of gave it away you know the fact that it was you know he had a badge and a suit and, and it was I, I, it was kind of sad you know but it's definitely sad yeah i agree you know what it was confirmed when he said because i died but mm-hmm. I, I think it was resolution like the resolution it was so hopeful it ended kind of very hopeful you know because he was able to tell owen like let this go you don't have mm-hmm. to live in this day. And I think there's so many people, a lot of people like have moved on, even as he said too, because I mean, so long, I mean, people don't remember because they were infants, you know, they were taught. Yeah. But I think it was like really sweet to see, to have Owen not only have that moment, but just kind of like, hey, everybody who just celebrated, not celebrated, but commemorated yeah, you know, the 20th anniversary, it's like, 
you can live it, you can celebrate the lives of the people that you knew in that event, but you can move on. Major crime. We saw Gwen again in the hospital, which was just, I was like, oh my gosh, here, like he's, which, what, did she say something funny or he said something? I feel like there was like a funny moment there, which now that I'm saying the, this, I shouldn't have brought they it have up the, I don't remember what it was. They had the one, two, six standing around him, like, and they were all like giving like platitudes, like, you know, you gave us a stare there. We're glad you're okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a beautiful moment. And then they kind of like vanished. And then there's Gwen. I'm like, oh, it's another, I don't want to say hallucination, but it's like, it's another. Yeah, I think a hallucination. I think that's kind of what what was happening for him, you know? Yeah, I was like, oh, it's another hallucination. But yay, there's Gwen again. (laughs) We get Gwen. (laughs) Yeah, I was confused at this part too, because they flashed to the hospital, everyone standing around him. And then there was Gwen again. And then they flashed back to him being in the building. I'm like, wait is he in the hospital or not what's going on oh yeah i guess you think they, that's they get him out he's alive and we realized that was really confusing for a little while there but it was like when they wake up from a dream and then they wake up from a dream the second time it's like whoa but they had to give that incredible montage which i thought was so sentimental as well like the perfect way to come out of that scene and that conversation that he had you know and if it would jumped back and forth because he's pulled out of the building the same way he was on 9 11 and he has these people around him his family around him the people that he loves most and back on 9 11 that same camaraderie was there between them even though they were perfect strangers they all felt the same way about each other as one two six does so it was just perfect it was like so much resolution like it was like rebirth you know it's like he was being born again he was being pulled out of the rubble the first time and it created all this baggage and and but now he's being pulled out of the rubble emotionally you know obviously physically too because they're pulling him out of this building in austin but it was just a like a yeah. really way of like here's his family pulling him out of the rubble and he can start to start to heal mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and always you know commemorate and remember those that perish but like he can start to heal and he can start to move forward and yeah. that was so cool i'm glad we got that montage instead of just like waking up in the hospital you know yeah. Yeah. and then you and know he doesn't have cancer he... it's just a fungal infection right and so like we can yeah. definitely move forward you know i mean and that i love that i like how what he told tommy at first and he's like it's a fungal infection and she at first and... i think she was really confused i'm like what are we saying here and then she's <laughs> celebrating i love how she said congratulations on your fungal infection. I because i was still like okay i don't understand what this means someone explain it to me (laughs) i enjoyed her comment when they were talking about how busy they've been she said yeah you've been real buried in your work i loved it (laughs) because he he totally got that joke like you you tell you you sincerely appreciate it i like their friendship that's a good one okay yeah it kind of seemed like you know maybe they were kind of hinting at something for next season i mean obviously i love the character mm-hmm. of Catherine. I mean, it's been amazing having Amy Acker on the show, and I hope that's not over with. But it seems like maybe they were starting the storyline of maybe well, more than friends. Like maybe, yeah. Real- well, I remember there was an episode earlier this season where I got just a little bit of like, a, like a chemistry, like a vibe going on between the two of them, and then it kind of got dropped, and they brought in Catherine, and they had the whole thing with Julian and Tommy. Yeah. So. Maybe we are going to go back to that. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not opposed to it. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure what I think right now, but they definitely have a fun banter. Um, so I think it, it could be if they explored it. I don't know. 
Tiffany's thinking really hard on whether I she am. Tiffany's got her face on. I feel like right now she looks exactly like that thinking emoji. <laughs> I, just, I don't see it. Not the emoji. <laughs> That's how I mean. I think it was, yeah, I mean, but I remember, I can't remember what episode, I think it was the baseball episode, maybe, where I felt like they had really good banter, the softball episode. And I think I even said, like, were we, were we, like, trying to do, like, a chemistry test here on whether they could, like, have something, but then it went away, so. They all moved on. Mm -hmm. I really love Catherine, though, so. I do, too. Now I'm super confused. She sent him a note when she was in the hospital. Yeah, and I love Julian too. So I my my preferred result would be both of those come back, and you know that happens. But I I don't know, guys. We had the ultimate Tarlos this week. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Oh, I was so excited. I was so happy. I cheered. Like David looked at me so weird. He was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "They got engaged." You don't even understand. (laughs) So happy. Yeah, I love how it started off with him t- telling everyone, it's like, you know, there he is, you know, in his glasses, like looking all serious, cool as a cucumber. And then who was, I think it was Nancy said, oh, so his natural resting state. <laughs> yeah. And then got to talking about Wills and I'm sitting there thinking, isn't, is it not normal for someone who works, you know, in the kind of job that these people work in yeah. and not have a will like I, I was surprised that he didn't have one I, I was too I mean his age and being in good health in a different career with no kids I can completely understand not yeah, like I'm like I'm I'm a kindergarten teacher with no children and in really safe health. right so, yeah. I mean naturally so it makes sense that I don't have one but I'm like you know he he's been through it in that job so I'm yeah. surprised that he didn't think until just this episode that he should have a will they even joked about that they're like you of all people tk (laughs) should be thinking about this because you've almost died like lots of times and just what are we on the third season i mean i mean even this season alone he's almost died like five times right and he looked really confused by that comment too i'm like what what are you confused about you've almost died like 10 times in three years (laughs) that's not normal tk Maybe thinking he's invincible now. <laughs> like it's death's never coming for him. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, death knocked on my door 10 times. I guess I'm invincible. No. I made a will. <laughs> Not coming back. <laughs> oh. But, but then, you know, I mean, all of this crazy stuff going on, it makes him decide that he wants to spend his life with Carlos. And I love when he wakes him up and Carlos is like kind of startled. He's like, relax. That, and that he said, I favorite. was relaxing. <laughs> That would be, I laughed so hard because I was like, that would 100% be my response. If someone woke me up from a deep sleep at three o'clock in the morning and said, relax, like, gosh, darn it. I was relaxed. And then you woke me up. I'm going to say this. Okay. I mean, I am romantic. I I totally am. Waking me up in the middle of the night to propose to me may not get you the answer that you're hoping for. Because well, you I, might not... get the you might get the yes if I think that that is the answer that will let me go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I feel don't... like I'm gonna say some mean things to you until it's you like, don't like, go don't away. Don't on me remembering the proposal in the morning. <laughs> Wake up with a ring in your finger. Like, oh my god, did I get engaged? Like, what? I thought that was a dream. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I shouldn't have had that. You know, Chinese. 
<laughs> right before bed. <laughs> oh, but it worked. Waking out. up in Vegas with a ring on your finger. Uh oh. <laughs> right. What I wasn't do? there yesterday. No, this not. It hasn't happened to me. This is not. Well, well, first of all, like, wait. Are we speaking from experience? <laughs> You're quoting that country song. <laughs> oh, but then of course you know they have that party which everybody's thinking is you know just another you know game night mm -hmm. which they quickly discover is not when they just see the spread i mean they should have known that was going to tip it off you know champagne and all the fancy food and not just they didn't even let them get like i, love, I just word in. aggressively more annoyed carlos and tk were getting with the more comments they made i was like why didn't let them make their special announcement? Let them have their moment. They have us so happy. prepared. It did give us like the ultimate Mateo moment, though. Like that was like classic no. Mateo. Oh. <laughs> Everybody else got it but him. And he's just sitting there smiling and like munching along. He's like, "What's happening?" I'm like, guys, oh, honey. <laughs> no clue. Who's poor, innocent, sweet little boy? I know. <laughs> your juice box let's explain this to you <laughs> oh it was it was a perfect mateo moment though and the whole, i mean i don't know perfect way to end the season although i have to say on this one like yes we all tied it up in a nice little bow but if you had ended the season without or ended the show without me getting a tarlos wedding <laughs> i would have been rioted. Yes. i was thinking like worst case scenario if they cancel any of our shows like whether it's OG 911 or Lone Star or any of them, like we should totally like get the band together and like make a petition and okay, like we got it the next season. Okay, we don't have to, good, we're good. <laughs> like, okay, thank oh, you. Oh, <laughs> I, I was on board with that. I was like, I'm going to have to make a petition if this, before we got news of it being renewed, I was like, I'm going to have to petition if this series ends and Carlos and TK are not married. Yeah, it needs to happen for sure. So we think we'll see that next season. Yes. Where are your all's predictions? I think we'll definitely get a I wedding. Have, mm -hmm. I have a feeling we may be spending the, not the whole season, but maybe part of the season, at least like leading up to the wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I hope we don't be... hold feet, so. Yeah, I think. Everybody oh, warm God. those feet up and just stay on track, get married. Mm -hmm. Put Let us socks all on. Let's we'll, like, no cold feet, please. <laughs> Let us all live happily ever after. Like I need, like let's not. Of course, I say this all the time. Like I don't want them to mess with Carlos or TK this season. They've been through enough. But now after this Judd scare, I'm like, well, let's not mess with him either. Uh, so yeah. I'm not really sure let's, who we can. Let's bring in new people, and then they can just mess with the new people. Leave like to level. see Marjan and Paul find someone. I know. Yeah. Me too. That would be nice. Me I need Paul to find love. He hasn't really had any love interests. And Marjolaine, yeah. really, she had that one person that she was yeah. like engaged to or whatever, but that wasn't even really. It was like an arranged wedding or something. Yeah. It was there. It, it was really one-sided because I think he was in love with her, but she mm -hmm. was just, no, it's arranged. It's an arranged marriage. And I was like, honey, he's in love with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, did anybody notice that was Aladdin from the live action Aladdin movie? Was it? Yeah, it was Aladdin. I was like, now that you mentioned that, I'm like, yeah, that was it Aladdin. was Aladdin, yeah. the Disney Prince. You know, <laughs> it's like, right. 
and Aladdin, he's like one of the best Disney princes too. Yeah. Wow. Like she oh, turned down a dis she turned down Disney, Disney Prince. Prince. I don't think there's any hope for Marjan if she turned down a <laughs> she had her chance, it's gone now. <laughs> yeah. I think that covers it. So now we just gotta wait and for months here to see what happens. But um in the meantime, you guys should come check out our Facebook group. We do lots of fun stuff, and I'm sure we'll have Lots of fun discussions over the summer. Um, it is 911-911 Family Fan Club. So definitely come check us out and then you know check us out on all of our other social medias. And um, I'm trying to think what we have left. We have the This Is Us finale coming up for everybody. And then we've also got, we've still got the Grey's Anatomy uh, season finale that'll be coming up. So those, make sure to check those out. And then we'll be jumping into a bunch of our old shows so we can dive into our favorite characters favorite episodes favorite storylines all that fun stuff just to yeah help pass the time till our other shows are back but yeah let us know if you have any suggestions or what you want to hear yeah if there's anything you you think you want us to do um send us an email and then you know let us know and we'd be glad to do it for you so bye everybody bye bye for our listeners craving more, you can search for all 16 of our groups on Facebook by searching Family Fan Club. Come on over and join the conversation. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under Fandom Family Chats. We try to always make sure to have something that will entertain. Of course, we'd also love your feedback, the good and any bad. And you can provide that by emailing us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our website coming soon, where you'll be able to buy FFC merch and merch about some of your favorite TV shows with some favorite sayings and images. We're also working toward hosting a Comic-Con-style event in 2024, where some of your favorite fandoms, cast, crew, and fans alike will come together for a fun-filled weekend. You can find those announcements on our website, coming at you soon. Keep watching and listening, and as always, don't forget to share and subscribe. <laughs>